0: to Teen podcast with your host Wina Pichuk. For this episode specifically, since it's Pride Month, June, I actually have a friend who knows a lot about the LGBTQ community, and she is going to talk about it with us. So, hi! Thank you for having me. How is life treating you during the second lockdown wave again?
1: Um, I mean, personally, lockdown hasn't been going that bad for me. Like, I learned. But in school, like all I'm learning about is my own country, you know, and I don't really get to learn about what's going on across international borders. And I think during lockdown, I really had an opportunity to learn about what's going on outside India. So like the BLM protests, everything, it was just the, everything what was going on in Hong Kong. It's just really, it's really reflect, refreshing, you know?
0: Yeah, I can agree. I learned a lot more than I usually do this year, uh-huh. or like the past year and a half. It's crazy, like, compared to what we normally learn, because you were in my school, like, Uh two years ago, right? It's like, I think by then, till now, we've learned so much more. And I know you as a person has experienced a lot more in life. I can, I know, because you used to put up Instagram stories. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You did too. I I did a lot, actually. (laughs) So, since it's Pride Month, as I said earlier, I wanted to kill the social stigma that's around it so like have you told many people that you have come out what mm-hmm. sexuality
1: have you come out as so the thing is sexuality is very fluid so I could be this thing one day I could be another day so as of now I have come out as pan-romantic and I'm not sure whether I'm pansexual or bisexual we'll figure that out soon hopefully yeah <laughs>
0: but yeah that's me Oh, so you're a mix of both.
1: Yes, romantic my my, my um, romantic attraction is different and my sexual attraction is different.
0: Oh, wow, that's amazing. Uh-huh. So that is actually pretty cool. So there are different sections, as you said, in the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community. There's sexual orientation, there's gender identity, there's romantic attraction, sexual or, oh, wait, sexual <laughs> orientation, I'm sorry. sorry. Relationship and heterosexual. Could you give like a quick explanation about
1: all of them? Because you know i'm Uh curious yeah yeah sure so um sexual orientation is all about i think personally i think it's physical attraction i think it's how you are attracted to a person um like how they look and stuff like if they're a boy like would you be more attracted to them if they're a girl would you be more attracted to them um gender identity is i think gender identity is about feeling comfortable in your body or yeah it's it's I think it is about feeling comfortable in your body like the pronouns feeling comfortable by the way other people refer to you, um how they treat you it's all about you know I think it's being yeah it's being comfortable in your body, <laughs> like I said um romantic attraction is um I would say romantic attraction is if you want to have a relationship with the person i I'm not very educated on what romance is, <laughs> so um, okay. I would say um, it's it's having a great connection with someone um, okay. who you don't look at platonically. Ah, okay. And, oh, oh, heterosexual. I mean, the thing is, the entire point of being queer is being is being like not in the social norm, right? And heterosexual is exactly what the social norm is. So mm. heterosexual isn't being straight isn't a part of the LGBTQ community because that is oh. what people want that is that is normal right being straight is normal it's the only thing yeah. that people accept but yeah. being like gay or bisexual or pansexual or omnisexual it's not things that are accepted it's being weird it's being quirky it's being <laughs> in a positive way it's not a bad yeah thing. okay
0: yeah i know a lot of people uh-huh. say that i i've seen it yeah yeah and that's crazy thank you for explaining that to me sure. i that actually means a lot because I wanted to know a lot about uh-huh, them. Sure. But online, it's like really hard to understand mm-hmm. then from like a person who's actually explaining it to you like how you did now. So thank you for that. Oh, sure. So there are a lot of people who are like trying to come out, right? Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give them to like how to tell their family members?
1: Um, I, I would say the most important thing about coming out is feeling safe in the home that you grew up in and the family you're living with. Because a lot of like, if you live with homophobic people, then I would really recommend you don't come out. Like, as hard as it is to hide yourself, I would say keep it to yourself because conversion therapy isn't illegal in a lot of places. And parents abuse their kids for being gay. There are so many things that parents do to correct their kids' behavior. Um, okay. Correct in quotes. So I would say the most important thing is making sure you're not a part of a homophobic family or with a homophobic friend group. Um, maybe float out the idea of someone else being gay, like a celebrity or something. Like, have you heard this certain celebrity is part of the LGBTQ community? See how they react to that. And okay. from their reaction, you can judge on whether they're safe to come out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That, thanks for that. That's, that's <laughs> sure. really good advice from a yeah. person who has come out so <laughs> sure. how did you find out what sexuality you were because i haven't figured out personally myself mm-hmm. so i want to i want to hear from other people how they found out so then i know if i'm straight or not
1: <laughs> yeah um to me um i was ob- i was simply always attracted to the person like romantically i was always like oh wait their like, their gender was the last thing i considered when I was thinking about whether I like this person in a romantic way or not. So that was really, that was, that that was just something that came automatically to me. Like I remember like so many cartoon characters, girls, boys, people who didn't even have a gender. Like I would just be like, Oh wow, they're really cool. They're really cute. They're really naughty and stuff. So like I would just fall for them. And later it would be like, wait, are they a girl? Are they a guy? (laughs) And I always thought everyone else felt that way. But then, you know, I saw a lot of people who were, Crushing on like only the male
0: people oh, of a yeah. certain film,
1: and yeah. I was like, boy, <laughs> That's that's possible." <laughs> so um, it was always something that always just came to me. Okay.
0: I... Yeah. Thanks. That thanks <sighs> for telling me that. That I I will figure it out because I know a lot. Yes. Of, I remember when we went on like our. I don't remember what trip it was, but I remember like a lot of kids were simping over famous actors <laughs> from movies. Cause I yes. To, Cause I had to start we had to stand next to them and listen to all the gossip that was going around. So uh-huh. It was a lot. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. I mean take yeah. of time. It's not
1: enough. Yeah, because
0: I personally haven't figured out. I don't know if I want to figure out immediately. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone has figured them out themselves. Like, all our classmates that I personally know, like, uh-huh. from our grade, they do know what they are right now. Oh. I I wasn't exposed to being that much in, like, you know, mm-hmm. exposed that much to, like, different uh, things. I never even simped over guy. I, I don't even like anybody <laughs> yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Anybody, don't worry about it. Anybody, anybody who's listening to the podcast, if you're single, just, like, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> and- <laughs> I'm seriously bored and single just like (laughs) just hit us both up seriously (laughs) they're gonna kill us after this (laughs) (laughs) just hit us up anyway oh god so you mentioned earlier about Uh pansexual and bisexual and I've always been curious
1: about this question what is the difference between them Mm -hmm. So the thing is, there are, I would say there are mainly three umbrellas. There is being being attracted to the opposite gender, which is heterosexual. There is being attracted to the same gender, which is homosexual. And there is attraction to more than one gender, which is bisexual. And pansexual and all the sexualities that, you know, help people be, give people the attraction to more than one gender falls under the bisexual umbrella. So... Um pansexual does fall under the bisexual umbrella but it is not being bisexual bisexual is simply attraction like i could think wow this person is really really pretty i want to have a relationship with them you know <laughs> if That's i was good. if i i and pan pansexual it is being completely gender blind i would say like i don't have to know the gender of the person i fall for the personality not the person not not like the oh. body you know okay so like you fall in love with
0: their personality instead of thinking about what gender they are okay
1: yeah
0: okay thanks for that that really <laughs> helped me right there sure. I, like, I know a lot of friends who personally come out as pansexual or i know uh, personally one. personally i know a person she posted a picture and she said hi i'm pansexual that's so cute i that is cute i'm like oh my god at least she's strong enough to come out and say that
1: she yes. is bisexual, right it's really strong
0: in my friend also who i've known from probably like since i came moved to india or something mm-hmm. she said that she's gay and i was like
1: dude that is amazing
0: that's really brave really, it is pretty brave for like people to like know what they are and to tell the world, hey this is me nobody it can is. change it's, me it's amazing it's it's just amazing. I'm I'm so proud of all of them. Yes. <laughs> all those people out there who are listening to me, I'm proud of you
1: guys. Remember Woo! that? All, yes. So <laughs> I'm just cheering here.
0: It's totally fine. I'm at least we have like they have more courage now mm-hmm. in this world. I uh-huh. think that now people have been, you know, educated a little bit more on like different subjects. And I feel like that's really good. And that social stigma that's around them is being broken. Like, as you said, in many of your Instagram stories, you keep learning about different sexual orientations or mm-hmm. identities or even, like, attractions. You say you keep yeah. learning about different things every, like, every other day, right? Because yeah. your parents are also helping you learn about it, which is amazing, by the way. Hats <laughs> off your parents. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Go, yeah. go Kamala's mom and dad. Wow! Woo! Woo! So last. Of all, Let's go. Yep. So last of all, sadly, this is the end. But Aww. I'm no sorry. But what, <laughs> but what quote helps you stand through everything in this world, through all your coming out
1: and everything? I'm just curious. Um. So you know the it's, it's a really viral song. You know Sophia by Clario, right? I think I... we could do it if we try. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's so I love it. So the line that really stands out to me is I know you and I shouldn't feel like a crime because she's talking about, I I think she, I'm pretty sure she's talking about a girl because Uh. Sophia is a girl's name. So I'm pretty sure she's talking about a girl when she says they shouldn't feel like a crime for being attracted to each other, even though they're in the same gender. So I think I want, I want to... I use that line to really convince myself that I don't feel like a crime. I'm not a sin. I'm not committing something that's wrong. I'm just expressing myself. Like that line really helped me show that really helped me perceive how other people perceive me as a bisexual, as someone who is a part of the queer community. Like it really helped me show then it really helped me understand that not mm. everyone is going to like me simply because of my sexual orientation. Yeah. So it, it did. It really showed me how, a person of the LGBTQ community feels and how other people look at them, it really it's like it just it just resonates a lot, you know? Because it's like we shouldn't feel like a crime for being attracted to someone. We sh- we really shouldn't. Yes, we shouldn't.
0: I agree with you.
1: <laughs> and before we end
0: this, I just want to say you have an amazing voice. How do you how do you <laughs> how do, you, how do you, I just I just remember you amazing Aww, voice. how same do you Oh, thank you. But how do you train it to sing
1: so well? This is going to be the last no. question. This is a surprise Please. question. Oh, um, I mean, the thing is, my parents wanted me to have a great voice. So they gave me like two teaspoons of honey after every meal when I was a child. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that, that probably helps. So thank you again to them. Yes, <laughs> thank thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah, but you have a great voice too. Like I always listen to your podcast and I'm like, yes, I never, I like. I love your voice
0: thank you so much it means a lot I'm I laughing love I thank you again so I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode it means so much that you agreed to come and explain Aww. so many different things to not only me too, but like to other people who want it genuinely so thank uh-huh. you so much I hope of we can break this social stigma as fast as we can yes. because it needs to be it needs to be like you know broken, broken. It need, yes it needs to be broken <laughs> Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Stay tuned for the next week's podcast because it's going to be amazing. Bye. 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 Mwah.